This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading these podcasts. And today, I'm going to dive right in. This is part four of a series. This is the last part. Part four of a series on statin therapy is not warranted for a person with high LDL cholesterol on a low-carbohydrate diet. Now, this is part four Part one, I urge you to start with part one. This is a groundbreaking review. Groundbreaking. This watershed article I'm reading from here. It started August 26th. So part one is August 26th. And every Friday thereafter, up to September 16, which is part four, which I'm diving into right here. All about statin therapy isn't necessary for somebody with high cholesterol who is on a low-carb diet. And I went through all the different areas with regard to how they researched it, the conclusions they came to, and so forth. And now I want to talk more about the low-carb diet and that how clinicians for years with their patients with type 2 diabetes and pre-diabetes for years have been able to de-prescribe diabetes-related medications. And these clinicians have reported the safety and efficacy of the low-carb diet with statistically significant improvements in their patients for weight, hemoglobin A1c, lipid profiles, and blood pressure. I believe that's where I left off on part three. So, although weight loss typically occurs in response to a low-carb diet. Improvements in atherogenic dyslipidemia are primarily the result of carbohydrate restriction. Rather than the weight or fat loss, per se, and the consistent and often dramatic improvement in these biomarkers in response to low-carb diets is strong support for the view that carbohydrate restriction independent of weight loss, lowers cardiovascular disease risk. And I can attest to that. When I worked with Dr. Atkins uh, in in helping uh, to do research for books 
for the books that the, that he had written, that his staff had uh, written or co-written. I I looked into case studies, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, as well as the patients I've seen over my career now, I've been doing this since 2003, that I will, let me give you an example. I will have a patient who's 350 pounds. Triglycerides are in the stratosphere, in the 400s, 500s, and I put them on a low-carb diet. And weeks later, weeks later, maybe a month, maybe two months, they've had some weight loss. Maybe they went from 350 to 320, or maybe not much at all after just a couple of weeks, right? But their triglycerides have fallen off a cliff. Their triglycerides go from 400 to 300 to 200 to 100. It's amazing. So it's not about the weight loss. It's primarily, and this is what the researchers are saying here, the improvements in these biomarkers, the atherogenic dyslipidemia, are primarily a result of the carbohydrate restriction rather than the weight or fat loss. Just doing the diet will do it. You don't have to have reached your weight goal for your, for your lipid panel to get better. It's true. You don't have to have lost the weight yet or the fat on your body yet. Do you, do you understand? The diet, the low-carb diet is so therapeutic. Honestly, it's medical nutrition therapy at its finest. So the basis of the diet heart hypothesis is is the great concern that consumption of food rich in saturated fat would increase the risk of cardiovascular disease. However, in a randomized controlled trial by Volick et al., and I, uh, Volick is a researcher who's done a lot in, uh, in low-carb research, among many, many others. So in this randomized controlled trial, subjects in the low-carb diet group ex exhibited superior improvements in cardiovascular disease risk factors than in the low-fat group, despite the low-carb group having consumed more than three times as much saturated fat as the low-fat group. And moreover, Volick, Drion, Charmin, all, all et al., and Hayes, all of these different researchers and their colleagues all demonstrated in their research that a, that a low-carb diet rich in saturated fat increased LDL size, leading to a dominance of large buoyant LDL, thereby lowering cardiovascular disease risk. Similar findings were reported by other researchers who found that a high saturated fat low-carb diet improved measures of insulin-resistant dyslipidemia without affecting LDL cholesterol when compared to lower saturated fat diets. Listen, so what they're saying is, and what I've seen over and over again, as these scientists have, okay, as a clinician, I've seen this in my patients in their biochemistries before and after embarking on a low-carb diet. The, the more fat they eat, because it's a high-fat diet, as you know, saturated fat is not restricted on a low-carb diet. They get large, more buoyant LDL cholesterol. I see this all the time. In related work, other researchers have studied the effects of a moderately low-carbohydrate diet 30% carbohydrate, which is moderate, not really low, high in fat, 55%, 
supplemented with up to 1,800 milligrams of cholesterol from eggs on serum lipids. These investigators reported that the consumption of additional fat and cholesterol in the context of a low-carb diet lowered triglycerides and raised HDL while not affecting low LDL cholesterol levels. Think about that. You want lower triglycerides and higher HDL, right? Comparable findings were reported in the Diet Fits Weight Loss Randomized Control Trial. These investigators reported that LDL cholesterol in subjects on a low-carb diet was stable across a broad range in dietary cholesterol changes from baseline greater than 500 milligrams a day that the participants consumed over 12 months. Now, these studies, as well as those reviewed by Astrup et al., reinforce the perspective of the cardiologist Ball that an over-reliance in public health on saturated fat as the main dietary villain for cardiovascular disease has distracted from the risks posed by other nutrients such as carbohydrates. That was a quote. In summary, the low-carb diet, independent of the amount of saturated fat in the diet and weight loss, leads to significant improvement in the most robust lipid risk markers for cardiovascular disease characterized by the, re- by the reductions in triglycerides and the small, dense LDL, that atherogenic LDL, with associated increases in large, buoyant LDL and HDL cholesterol. Low-carb diets also reduce body weight, inflammatory markers, blood pressure, and blood glucose, and increase insulin sensitivity. These, finding are, these findings are summarized in their review. So, the low-carb diet outcomes. The benefits, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mark them all down. The benefits, lower weight, lower BMI, lower inflammation, lower small-dense LDL cholesterol, lower triglycerides, lower lipoprotein little a, lower blood pressure, lower blood glucose, lower insulin, lower hemoglobin A1c, higher HDL, higher large buoyant LDL. The concerns are high LDL cholesterol. Now, they go into an area which is very interesting. They ask, the researchers ask, Would low-density lipoprotein cholesterol reduction benefit an individual on a low-carbohydrate diet? Huh. Given that elevated LDL cholesterol may occur for individuals on a low-carb diet, concerns have been raised that the diet may therefore increase cardiovascular disease risk. These concerns have been expressed despite a paucity of evidence that total LDL cholesterol is a reliable cardiovascular disease risk factor. It is not at all. In contrast, there is extensive evidence regarding the efficacy of carbohydrate reduction to improve the most reliable cardiovascular disease risk biomarkers, such as high blood sugar, insulin resistance, inflammation, hypertension, increased body weight, 
and the atherogenic dyslipidemia risk triad. Now, the low-carb diet is also effective at ameliorating components of metabolic syndrome, itself a significant cardiovascular disease risk factor. While the improvements in these biomarkers support the argument in favor of the cardiovascular disease benefit of low-carb diets, it remains that they are surrogate markers only. That is, as surrogate markers, they do not provide conclusive evidence that a low-carb diet with an associated increase in LDL cholesterol will result in a beneficial effect on hard coronary events like heart attack or death from heart attack. The relative degree of uncertainty as to the outcomes of a low-carb diet-induced elevation of LDL cholesterol raises the question as to whether statin therapy is indicated for those on a low-carb diet. Now, this question takes on more significance in the context of increasing popularity of different different low-carb diets, including assisting in the management of obesity and diabetes, both representing significant cardiovascular risk factors themselves. And despite popularity of low-carb diets, we are aware of no published clinical trials involving subjects with high LDL cholesterol on a low-carb diet or of trials on subjects on a low-carb diet with statin treatment with an assessment of hard coronary outcomes. Therefore, it cannot be stated with certainty whether a patient should be concerned about high LDL cholesterol on a low-carb diet and whether a patient with high LDL cholesterol on a low-carb diet would benefit from statin treatment. With the caveat of this uncertainty explicitly stated, Findings from two randomized control trials provide guidance as to whether people with the typical low-carb diet biomarker profile, which is nice high HDL and low triglycerides, with a high LDL are at increased risk for experiencing a coronary event and whether they may benefit from statin therapy. So these randomized control trials, they were looked at. Some were secondary Uh, cardiovascular disease prevention trials in men and women with a history of of having had uh, coronary uh, coronary events like like an MI or heart attack. So they looked at all of these. So the first finding of importance is that within the placebo group, individuals with the low-carb-like, the non-atherogenic lipid profile had lower incidence of coronary events than the placebo-treated individuals with an atherogenic lipid profile. This finding indicates that the presence of an atherogenic lipid profile independent of LDL cholesterol provide a reliable indication of the risk of coronary events in untreated individuals. Now, the second finding was that statin treatment produced a significant reduction of coronary coronary events only in those subjects with an atherogenic lipid profile. By contrast, statin treatment produced 
no significant benefit in those subjects with a non-atherogenic lipid profile like those on a low-carb diet. That is, despite statin treatment reducing LDL cholesterol to an equivalent level in those with an atherogenic and non-atherogenic lipid profile, only the group with the baseline atherogenic profile demonstrated a treatment-associated reduction in hard coronary events. So this finding supports the view that individuals on a low-carb diet with high LDL and a non-atherogenic lipid profile, which low carb, a low-carb diet gives you the non-atherogenic lipid profile of low, of low triglycerides and high HDL, they would not benefit from statin therapy. So what is noteworthy is the apparent influence of HDL levels on coronary events in the placebo and statin-treated groups. Subjects on the placebo with low HDL, consistent with insulin resistance, and an atherogenic lipid profile, developed a, signi- uh, developed a significantly greater incidence of coronary events than placebo subjects with a high HDL independent of their LDL levels. So this first observation demonstrates that the HDL cholesterol level is a superior indicator of cardiovascular disease risk than is LDL in untreated individuals. So they're showing us over and over again, LDL cholesterol by itself is not a marker of anything much. So anyway, this is very, this is uh, uh, the absence of a relation between LDL cholesterol and coronary event reduction with statin treatment suggests that it is the other effects of statins. This is called a pleiotropic event, meaning it's anti-inflammatory or anticoagulant effects rather than actual LDL reduction per se that results in a relative, relatively small reduction in coronary events and mortality. Therefore, a person on a low-carb diet with a non-atherogenic lipid profile is more likely to experience the adverse effects of statins, including an increased risk of new-onset type 2 diabetes, an increase in fasting blood glucose in patients with and without diabetes, mitochondrial dysfunction, which is why your CoQ10 is, is kicked to hell when you're on a statin, tendinopathy, myopathy, Cognitive deficits. This is what statins do. These are the side effects of statins. So I want to include here, summary and conclusion. These researchers say we have addressed concerns regarding high LDL cholesterol in in individuals on a low-carb diet, which began five decades ago and persists to the present day. Our review has evaluated whether these concerns are justified based on three levels of analysis. First, critics of the low-carb diet have focused on how the diet may increase LDL. However, there is substantial literature demonstrating that LDL is of limited utility as a cardiovascular disease risk factor. Second, we reviewed the literature on low-carb diet improvements in cardiovascular disease risk factors which are superior to LDL cholesterol, such as insulin resistance, hypertension, hyperglycemia, 
LDL particle subtypes, and metabolic syndrome. Third, we summarize randomized control trials which demonstrate that individuals with high LDL cholesterol and an low-carb diet like lipid profile, which is low triglycerides, high HDL, had a low rate of coronary events under non-treatment conditions and derived no benefit from statin therapy. Therefore, our review of the literature provides support for the conclusion that LDL cholesterol reduction with a statin would not provide any benefit in primary or secondary prevention of cardiovascular disease for an individual on a low-carb diet. And I want to state that there are no conflicts of interest in, uh, uh, in, in this study. This was at www.co-endocrinology.com. That's co-endocrinology.com. It's a review. Statin therapy is not warranted for a person with high LDL cholesterol on a low-carb diet. The authors are David Diamond, Benjamin Bickman, and Paul Mason. Bravo. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.